Hi, I'm Kim Giddens. I love goals and helping people reach them. I spent over 20 years driving close to $2 billion in revenue for American retail brands. I tracked goals hourly and sometimes minutely, giving me high-touch experience with bringing hundreds and thousands of individuals together to reach big goals. Goals done well provide hope, aspiration, and structure to your everyday and build strength and confidence that is sustainable and stackable. Today, I'm an executive coach and my expertise is tapping individual motivation to drive the best results. The starting point is always the goal, but it's also the hardest point, which is why I created this podcast, Goal Boldly, a workshop-style discussion on goal setting and goal getting. Join me every week for inspiration, tactical advice, and listen in on real coaching sessions, reaching real bold goals. Happy New Year. Chances are you're listening to this in 2022. This episode is all about the new year and starting off fresh. I'm going to talk about why New Year's resolutions don't work, what does work when you want to achieve goals, and how to avoid failure. I also have a free resource for you, which you can find in the show notes and also on my website. And that will be a little bit more detail around taking some of the information that I'm sharing today and how to put that into action. A new year is always a big milestone. It provides us with a fresh start, and there is really something called the fresh start effect. 2021 has been a challenging year, and you know, actually most years are have their ups and downs. Uh, just yesterday, I was seeing that um, people were burning things in Times Square. Um, it was all very contained and organized, but they were burning things for 2021 as part of the uh, reset ritual, which I thought was pretty cool. New Year's resolutions have a pretty bad rap, and rightly so. 40% of people don't even make resolutions, which is why you do get a conflicted response depending on who you're talking to about New Year's resolutions. And 60%, the 60% that do set resolutions, well, they mostly give up. And there's some data that user logged activities in 2019 where they use that to predict the day people are going to give up, which is called National Quitters Day. 2022, it will fall on January 17th, and that's where about 800 million people decide to give up on the resolutions that they set at the beginning of the year. So basically, not only do they have a bad rap, they actually just don't have a great success rate. I would offer that just by deeming them a New Year's resolution when you're trying to make a transformational change or a big shift, lifestyle shift, assigning that to just the beginning of the year, it does set us up for failure. What should we do instead? I think first and foremost, we need to know what it is that we want. And that's the first start in setting a goal. Then we need to know how to set them well. And then the third most important thing is to figure out how to avoid failure and not give up instead of just adjusting for the goal. So let's start with the first point, which is what should I even set? What goal should I set? As individuals, we all have different lenses. We all have different desires. We all want something different, and that's unique to us. But in general, as humans, we are all aligned around similar purpose, which is health and happiness. I talked about this on a prior podcast, which uh, we deem that well-being. And so there are five categories in well-being where we can simplify the goal-setting process and really look at those five categories. If we can hit those five, which actually they do integrate, 
then chances are we can make some changes that will align with our purpose and really get us the health and happiness that we're seeking. The first bucket is career. And this is a career-oriented podcast, so we're going to keep it to that. But in general, every one of us has to work. And not just for money, but that's part of the human spirit and working and doing what we do on a daily activity that gives, that gives us purpose. So the first bucket is career. Do you like what you do every day? The second is social, which is meaningful relationships. Do you have meaningful relationships in your life? Financial is around do you manage your money well? And physical, do you have the energy to do the things that you want to do? And community, do you like where you live? So those are five buckets. They all integrate. If you would look at that on the flip side in order to choose the goal that you want. So what is it that you want? What is it that you don't want? Because oftentimes that's where we start to identify the problems, which a problem is generally what we're trying to solve and there we have a goal. So if you look at those five buckets again, what do you not like to do every day? Is that dragging you down? Is that a problem? Meaningful relationships, do you have them in your life? Do you feel fulfilled? Is that an area where you may wanna focus? How about financial? Are you able to manage your money well? Doesn't just mean are you able to invest in the stock market, it's can you cover your expenses? Do you feel that you're not running paycheck to paycheck? Physical, do you have the energy to do what you want to do? This is a big one. I know a lot of people who are tired. And this actually integrates into to all five of these so well. Because when we're motivated, when we love to do what we do every day, that is actually providing us energy. So that physical element is directly related. Same with social and meaningful relationships. Do you have anyone in your life who just drains you? and maybe you feel a little tired after talking to them, that then would be an output again with your, your physical. And then finally, do you like where you live, whether it be your home space or the community you live in? So, so those are five elements to really think about what do you want? So the next step is how do you set, how do you set a good goal or how do you set them so that you're set up for success? This is actually a lot easier than we make this out to be. But a lot of people are stumped with what do we want or maybe going along with what everyone else is picking. It is really important to pick your, your own goal and to understand why you want that so that you can create that focus. A good goal has three elements to it. You've got to define what it is you want or what I call define your destination. You have to really understand your drive which is your motivation, that has to be linked to the goal. And then finally, you need a plan. And that plan has to be linked to your day-to-day -day activities. And that's where most people really fall off because if we're not motivated on a daily basis, it makes it much easier to give up on the goal because then it's not fun and we don't have the energy to do it. So you see why sacrifice might not be the best approach to getting results. It doesn't mean that we don't have to sacrifice something. Losing weight is the number one goal, hands down. And it's actually a very simple formula to lose weight, which is calories in, calories out. So if it's so simple, why is it still a number one goal for everyone? Well, it's because we haven't linked it to our motivation. 
And so when you're sacrificing that chocolate cake um, that you so desperately want, if it's not linked back to your motivation and the original reason why you want to lose weight, well, then you have no reason to avoid the chocolate cake. And I say, have a piece of cake. Those are the three elements. And I'm going to go into that just a little bit further um, so that you can really create a compelling goal, understand why you want it, and then set yourself on a plan. And this links into the free resource that I have available for you, which will help you map all of this out. So continue to listen, and then you can always print that or look at that later. So as you're defining your destination, you need a compelling goal. So compelling means aspirational. It means you just need to want that. So if you have something that's less compelling, then it really provides not a lot of interest, I guess. So compelling goal is pretty important. You also need a clear financial target. This can be surprising. I think this is one of the ones that's most surprising, actually, for many people. But if we go back to the well-being bucket, managing our money well, career growth, both of these things are tied into our well-being. Having a clear financial target is the only way you can measure whether you're making your goal or not. Now, again, this is a career-oriented podcast. You could use this in terms of weight loss. You can use those da that data number, but we're, we're really focused on that financial target. So I want to make this much by this year, by this period of time. What's most important about this financial target is that it does need to be short-term and more realistic for you. So it's very easy to set, an, again, so we go back, very easy to set a big goal. So let's just say I want to make a million dollars next year. However, that number is very elusive. And so as you break that down and start to understand, well, what does that mean? How, do, how can I connect that to my day-to-day -day activities? Unless you're GEZ, you're not going to be able to figure out how to make that million dollars in a short period of time because you haven't done that. The third piece is constraint, and constraint comes in the form of a deadline. Um, it is maybe what people refer to as sacrifice, but constraint is a boundary that you put for yourself. I like to think of this as a decision. So if I've made the decision not to eat the chocolate cake, I've at least put some constraint on myself, and then I can uh, it makes my decision a little bit easier than if I hadn't made that decision ahead of time and the cake is just put in front of me. So finally, understanding the cost of not doing this. And this is really the core of your motivation. Why do you want this goal to begin with? And if you don't reach it, what will the cost be to you at the end? And so if you want that million dollars by the end of the year and you reach the end of the year without it, what will you not have as well? Obviously, if you don't have the million dollars, but you also won't have some other things. And that really will help you to tie in to what your motivation is. So that is number one, defining your destination. The second element is what I call in the workbook, design your drive, which is essentially your motivation and your competence and your ability to get things done. So again, we're integrating those five well-being buckets because competence is almost always associated with career and the activity that you're doing every day in order to move forward, whatever work it is that you're doing. 
So within competence, there is talent, skill, knowledge, and experience. And so you need to know what are you good at? What do you like to do? What are you not good at? What don't you like to do? And those will sort of help you to decide, okay, what do I need to improve in order to achieve my goal? And that's what we want to do. We want to achieve a goal, and you're going to have to put some investment into yourself. What, what do you need to know in order to achieve this goal? The second piece is capacity, and which is essentially your energy to, to get something done. Energy and capacity is aligned to time. So if you want to hit a certain target, you need to understand how much time do you have to do that. So how much time, how much energy? You may be capable of learning. You may have the skill set to do what it is that you want to do. You just may not have the time that's needed to get this goal done. That would be the second thing. And those, are, those go in tandem. And those require some looking at yourself, getting feedback from others, identifying what, are, what other resources you may have. And then that third element is what are you going to do when you come upon your blind spot? And we all have them. So this is what's called a complication, a challenge. This can be, for some people, very, very difficult to go through. But one of the things I want to make very clear is that it's a necessary thing for us to go, to, go through because we actually don't know everything. None of us do. And we are always going to come upon something that we don't know and that we didn't know that we didn't know. And for a lot of us high achievers, that can be very hard because a lot of times what we're working towards is trying to figure out all the things we don't know, try to get ahead of that. And oh my God, I'm just exhausted thinking about all of it. So what are you going to do when you come up against those, those what we call complications? And that is what drives resilience. That's what builds resilience. And resilience is a major metric for the future because if we don't have resilience, well, then you're just gonna keep eating that chocolate cake. And, um, but resilience is definitely a muscle that we all have built a lot over the last couple of years because we've been faced with so much uncertainty, but at the same time, it's something that we can always build. So now that you know where you are, what you need to do, what you're gonna do you know, when things get tough, now you have enough information to put that into play as a plan. And so when you think about your plan, this is, again, assuming we're looking at this from a year perspective, we want to break down your plan into smaller chunks. And this is important because growth does not happen in singular moments. It happens exponentially. And so in order to improve over time, which you will, that's just going to happen, um, you need to be able to break down those components and, and work on, on different things. So breaking that down, first quarterly, then monthly, that will really help you to figure out, okay, where do I want to be at certain points? The other piece that is really important in terms of breaking down is the fact that you need to set time for yourself to check on your progress and measure where are you compared to where you wanted to be. And this, my friends, this is the moment where you get to decide, is this still the goal I wanted? Or how has my goal shifted? Maybe I have met the goal and now my goal needs to be 
increased. Maybe this was a stupid goal and I want something entirely different. These are all the choices that you get to make for yourself at those moments instead of giving up and saying, oh, I just can't make that goal. We all change our minds. That's kind of a cool thing uh, is that we all change over time. And having those choices to do that, you're putting in play a system in order for you to be able to look, for you to be able to stop and think about what it is that you want, what are some of the things that are working for you right now and what's not working for you right now. This plan and these three elements is a continuous cycle. So as you're looking at that plan, you're looking at your destination, your original goal, and you're looking at your drive. So you're always measuring these two things. And that's how you evolve over time. So this gives you permission to change and not give up entirely. Even if you've adjusted a goal or shifted it entirely, you have still won because you set a benchmark for yourself, measured your motivation, and then decided that maybe you wanted something else more meaningful. And that is what we're all shooting for, right? We're shooting for health and happiness. And if making your goal is not making you happy right now, well, then you have the choice to change that goal. So finally, once you've gone through all of this, what's really important and the things, and it comes back to our well-being bucket of social and meaningful relationships, growth and transformation only happens in relationship to others. That piece is really important because that should be something that's, that's ongoing. Doing this process and incorporating people into it with you is another way to drive meaningful relationships within your own life. People like to share goals with friends. People like to make goals or achieve goals with friends. That's very important to a meaningful relationship and, and supportive. So once you've gone through this step, I invite you to share your goal with somebody and share the process that you've gone through and share why it's important because it does provide you some accountability, but it also provides you some feedback. Maybe somebody has another idea for you to work on your goal or has identified something that you're really good at that you could actually make it happen even faster. Regardless, leverage this opportunity to share your goal. And I would also invite you to share this episode with your friends and they can go through the process with you because making goals, as I said, making goals and achieving goals with friends is so much more fun than doing it by yourself. It's sort of like that tree in the forest thing. If the tree falls over but nobody saw it, did it actually really happen or was it always there on the ground? So having a witness to both the before and after can be hugely beneficial to not just your relationships but your, pro but your confidence because you've got someone who's seen your progress over time. So that is the episode for today, and it will be airing on New Year's Eve, but you'll likely be listening to this at some point in 2022. 
And the other thing I would offer is that you could set a goal at any time. You can make a change at any time. In fact, we do all of the time. You don't need a fresh start effect. You don't need a new year to start a new you. You just need to know what you want and what you don't want. And you can do that at any time. So good luck. I would love to hear all of the goals out there. please feel free to reach out to me on my website, www.personology.com. Or you can reach me on LinkedIn, Kimberly Giddens. So happy goal getting, folks, and we'll see you next year.